JD Talking Sports. Drop the G on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Also, you can subscribe on iTunes. It's Friday, March 24th, 2017. Double dip today. I haven't been speaking in a while. I need to get it out. It's in me right now. I am taping the second half of the Kentucky-UCLA game. It's 36-33 at the half. Hey, it's De'Aaron, De'Aaron Fox, 15 points in Kentucky. Lonzo Ball, he's played great. He's made some great passes. They haven't finished them. But I'm impressed with the with the with the style of play. Kentucky's up by three, 36-33. I wanted to get in a show before I watch the second half on tape delay. All right. Devin Booker tonight, coming off a game last night against the Nets, had 70 points. That's the most since Kobe at 81 in 2006. 70 points. They lost 130, 120 to the Celts. Isaiah Thomas had 34, two rebounds, seven assists to lead the Celtics. But Booker, 70 points, eight rebounds, six assists, three steals, a block, and five turnovers in 45 minutes. And plus minus in the game, he was minus six. 21 of 40 from the field, four for 11 from threes, 24 of 26 from, from the free throw line. And Isaiah Thomas had a great statement. He says, we're headed to the playoffs. They're headed to the lottery. You know what? <laughs> that, when, you get, when someone scores 70 on you, I guess that's what you have to say. Mal, wow, 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 wow. 70 points, man. His team's playing tonight. He's uh, my buddy Ben was like he's sick. He has seventy points. Boston proved a forty-seven and twenty-six. Phoenix fell to twenty-two and fifty-one. But oh my God, seventy points! That is no joke, no joke whatsoever. And Shaq statue—it's pretty freaking cool. He shows him hanging off the rim mid dunk. They had it today. I thought that was pretty cool. I didn't talk, but Jerry Krause died 77 on Tuesday. GM of the Bulls. They won six titles. Jordan era. He got Pippen on that contract. They all hated playing for him. Hey, he got six rings. He also brought Phil Jackson when nobody else wanted him. But pretty cool, right? That is, I mean, not pretty cool that he died, but I mean, pretty cool that during his time they won six rings. What he did to get Phil Jackson, Phil Jackson is basically indebted to him. Well, I mean, he still had to show up, but he was... He was co- coaching in the CBA and everything. Albany Patroons, he, was, he, he, he wasn't doing anything. Brought in, bam, 11 rings later. I guess it all worked out. And Katie said he hopes to return before the end of the regular season for the Golden State. And this I found was interesting. Here, here I'm talking about Devin Booker with 70 points tonight. Well, last night, the Suns starting lineup, when they got blown out by the Nets, was 21 years, 14 days, the youngest starting lineup ever according to Elias Sports Bureau. Now, Tyler Eulis was 21, Devin Booker 20, Derek Jones Jr. was 20, Marquez Chris was 19, and Alex Len was the oldest at 23. Previous record were the Clippers on November 15, 2010, 21 years, 143 days. And, and think about this. This is even a crazier stat. There were eight college basketball teams playing last night they were the Suns were younger than seven of them. They were younger. The only one that was younger was Purdue at twenty years, two hundred sixty-five days average of their of their starting lineup. Can, can you believe that they 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 were they were younger than some college basketball teams? That's how many kids are going pro now. Hey, look, Devin Devin Booker at twenty scores seventy in a game. That's that's crazy. I know. Hey, Thomas, I know they're going to lottery, but things could look up a lot for this team in the future. 
Cavs beat the Hornets tonight. LeBron only had 32, 11 assists, 9 rebounds. Kyrie Irving had 26. Cavs are 47 and 24. Hornets behind Kemba Walker's 28, fell to 32 and 40. And then Houston tonight got their 50th win, 50 and 22. They beat New Orleans 117, 107. DeMarcus Cousins and Anthony Davis combined for 62 points and 22 rebounds. I mean, that's like, that's, those are like, those are like uh, comic book numbers. Those are like Wilt the Stone numbers. And Harden had 38 points, 17 assists, 7 rebounds. New Orleans fell to 30 and 42. I mean, I'm just, some of these, the years they're having, Harden's having a year. Booker, 70 points. LeBron, look at, I mean, it's like this an average night from 32 points, 11 rebounds, 9 assists. Amazing. I just, wow. And I had, um, Oh, I thought this was pretty cool that LeBron has a fly ease version of the LeBron Soldier 10, white and blue sneaker designed for athletes with disabilities. You know what? Hey, I watched a thing tonight on a police officer in Suffolk County, a rookie police officer, lost both legs, double amputee with prosthetics. He was he was the, the president of his police force today. And he was sworn in today as a police officer. Prosthetics on both legs. I saw him doing some drills. Nothing stops his wife, young kid, lost it uh, fighting as a Marine. He said he moved here from Uruguay at the age of six or eight, I think. Six. And he said he saw a Marine uniform, someone in a Marine uniform at that age when he got to America. He said, that's what I want to be. That's what he wanted to be the rest of his life. Uh, explosive device. I always forget what the EOD, whatever it's called. Blew off both his legs below the knees, from the knees down, had to amputated prosthetics, and look at him. He's a cop in Suffolk County. That is stuff that, and you think about, you know what, man, my life isn't that fucking bad, right? It's never that bad. And this guy is like, hey, what am I going to do next? Okay, you know what, I can't be in the Marines the rest of my life. What am I going to do now? I want to serve. I become a cop. Bam, he got a job. He said he Googled all over the country to find out, and he ends up getting into a police force. Seven months of training, and bam, he's in. I thought that was really freaking cool. And then we have college, but I'm going to watch the second half, but four top seeds in the NCAA women's opening games won by an average of 57.5 points. Thank you, Mr. Peter King. And Oklahoma State interviewed alum and college basketball analyst Doug Gottlieb, thank God, for the job yesterday, but he didn't get it. I was like, Brad Underwood left to, after one year, and going to the tournament for Illinois. Well, they ended up making the assistant Mike Boynton the new head coach Mike Boynton Jr., I'm sorry, worked at South Carolina and Stephen F. Austin. Doug Gottlieb, stick to your, and I, I don't even think he's that good at a, a sports announce, uh, whatever you want to call a sports talk show host. He's all right. He's all right. I think I liked him better when he was when he was calling games. Him is this, yeah. Coach Cal, two-year extension through 2024 with Kentucky. Hey, they were going for their sixth final eight in the last eight years with Coach Cal tonight. And NCA stands firm, which I like, on findings that Louisville's Rick Pitino didn't monitor team. Level one violation could carry multi-game suspension. Yeah. If he didn't know what was going on with the recruits and prostitutes and all that shit, then he's a freaking, come on. You're the head of your program. How do you not know that shit? And you're not talking about 80,000 players. How many players on a team? Not that much. Yeah. All right. Come on. Ridiculous. And Roy Williams believe ACC is by far the best league but has not shown it during a tournament. Also, you could say the same for UNC. And tonight, I wasn't really, I wasn't, I wasn't blown away. I'm going to talk about them in a sec. 
Now, 10th consecutive year, no repeat champion after Wisconsin knocked off Nova last weekend, 65-62. Last one was Florida, the Gators. And UNC is in the 26th Elite 8, 92-80 over Butler. They were 52-34 at the half. And that was actually the most points Butler's ever given up in a half in their history. Joe Barry the second, 26, but he tweaked his ankle. My buddy Ben thinks that if you saw him on defense, he couldn't really move around, which, you know, offense looked fine, but he goes, defense, he couldn't move lateral movement. He said it's fine after the game. We shall see. UNC, I saw this stat, 43-0 now, went up 10 plus points at the half in an NCAA tournament game. But free throws, man, 21 to 33. They were terrible tonight, 63.6. And they're a big team, man. Why didn't they They just dump it in more often? They kept going for three-pointers, man. It worked. I mean, they were, they were up 20, and I'll tell you, they only got that at 10 in the second half, but it should have, should have never been that close. And Justin Jackson, you know, on and off, he had 26. But Luke May had his first double-double. Freshman, I'm, I'm sophomore forward, 16 points, 12 rebounds. You know the last guy to do that, have a double-double in it? for the first time in an NCAA tournament game, Julius Peppers. He played when I was at UNC. And then, you know, this is the thing. They're going to either play Kentucky, UCLA, which are very athletic teams, and they're going to have to dump it in. And I'll tell you, they're both big teams inside. I don't know what, you know, it's going to be interesting because I, I still don't think we've seen, I saw we saw, thought we saw parts of it, UNC, especially first half, but I thought second half they played down, they didn't play as well second half. Hey, 92 points is still a lot of points. And they, they, yeah, they got outscored. Uh, 40 to 46 40 in the second half. But 92 points, no joke. It's a lot of points in a college game. And South Carolina, 70 50 win over Baylor. Baylor went on a 24 7 run to end the first half. Also, during that time, they were on an 18-0 run. Baylor went scoreless over seven minutes. Sindarius Thornwell had 24.6 rebounds to lead the Gamecocks. And I was—I pronounced his name wrong. It's Rakem Felder, the freshman guard who played at Lincoln High School. Same one as Stefan Marbury. Nine points off the bench, four rebounds, assists, and steal. Fearless. And he had a cool headband on. Hey, Frank Martin's got... They, they play tough ball, man. Very tough. And then I saw this just now that Earl Watson said, do something about it. Uh, on the Suns calling timeouts and fouling late to help Devin Booker reach 70 points. Yeah, well, I didn't see any of this. I'm just getting some of, this, some of this stuff now because I'm watching the basketball game. But, hey, man, you know, when your season sucks the way it is, you want something that's going to make you feel good. And Kelsey Plum's career over, 29 points tonight. Mississippi State makes their first Elite Eight. Tierra McCowan scored 20 over 26 in the fourth quarter and 12 rebounds on the game for Mississippi State. They'll play Baylor Louisville in the Elite Eight. First Elite Eight ever from it. Go Bulldogs. Dak Prescott must be partying tonight thinking about that team, right? And the Nets, it's over. Man, two-game winning streak. I was like, oh, maybe they'll go for three tonight. Nah, they were down by 21 at the half. Hey, did it. Third quarter's been their elixir. You know, the... Their source spot all season. They scored uh, the Wizards by 39-34 in the third, but they ended up losing 120... Oh, wait, I had the score. I think 129-108. It was over. It was over quickly. The Nets, yeah, 129-108. 
Nets are now 15 and 57. 10 games left in the season. Wiz 44 and 28. John Wall 22.9 rebounds. Justin Hamilton 20 off the bench for the Nets. And look at this. Isaiah Whitehead, Archie Goodwin, and KJ McDaniels had 10 points each off the bench. You know, Goodwin's on a 10-day contract. McDaniels, they who who they get in the trade from? It wasn't from Washington. Crap, I got to look that up. But they brought him over in a trade. And I'll tell you, they're getting some production out of these guys. Hollis Jefferson, 19 points, 7 rebounds, 2 assists. Jeremy Lin had 14. Lopez only played 22 minutes while it was a back-to-back. 6 points, 7 rebounds. They play the Hawks at the 37-34 and 34 Hawks on Sunday, 15-57. and 57. Hey, they got to win 5 of the last 10, and they'll... I had them winning 20 this season. Somebody's got to do it. The Nets aren't doing it. I mean, the Knicks aren't doing it. The Nets got to do it. Yeah, Knicks play the Spurs tomorrow night. That should be ugly and over quickly. And how about my J-E-T-S, Jets, 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 held private workout for Notre Dame quarterback Deshaun Kaiser. I talked about him earlier. McCagnan had a thing for him, was watching him. when They played in it MetLife earlier this season, and he was watching him. McCagnan's had a thing for him. Also, they're planning for uh, Mitch Trubisky to have a private workout for him in the future. Thank, Thank you, Rich Samini. And Todd Bowles reportedly attended the Ohio State the Ohio State Pro Day. Could be into cornerback Marshawn Lattimore or safety Malik Hooker. And they said it's highly unlikely to add a veteran quarterback this offseason. That's what Mike McCagnin's saying doesn't rule out drafting one yet. I, I think if you paid Mr. McCown $6 million plus incentives and stuff, I think he's going to be the veteran. And you're going to take your chances last year with, with, with Hackenberg and with... Mr. Petty, and we'll see what happens. I thought this was a little scary. The 2012, back in 2012, the American Academy of Neuro- Neurology published a study of 3,500 former players that said NFL players four times more likely to die from ALS or Alzheimer's disease as a general as the general population. That is kind of scary, right? Hey, you know what? Um, that's, I told my parents one thing. I, I've always my biggest regret was not playing. I got into Miami of Florida. I wanted to go there. Jimmy Johnson was was the coach. I went to play special teams. Man, I would have ring my bell every other day. But that's just me. And to Sean Watson, you know, people say, no, maybe he's not a first round draft pick. Two games against Alabama. Bama outscored Clemson seventy six seventy five. This is this was his stats against Nick Saban's defense. The, his great defense sixty six to one hundred three over sixty four percent completion eight hundred twenty five yards. Seven touchdowns, one interception, 107.5 passer rating. That's an NFL passer rating. 405 in the 45-40 loss in the 2015 title game and 420 yards in the 35-31 win in this, this past year. Those are some sick, sick stats. And I think that's what you have to judge a guy by. You know, they said, oh, you know, he's maybe not good at reading, whatever. Listen, this guy's going to work his ass off to become a better player. I agree. I saw him play. I'll tell you, he was dynamite in that this, this year's championship game, dynamite. And we're 34 days away from the draft. There's only 195 different outlets have published a mock draft online. Only 195 <laughs> different outfits. It's like, wow. How, I mean, how much more of this can we have? And Tr- Troy Vincent confirms competition committee exploring ways to make dangerous hit results in immediate ejections. But then league officials say it will happen rarely at all. There has to be something to be done because some of these hits are really, they're, they're on the border of, and you're 
on the border of knocking guys out of their of their of a game and ending careers, ending seasons, definitely. I mean, these guys are getting hit. It's hard enough as it is. And they say the fewer commercial breaks, breaks should have about five minutes off average game time. Right? Last past year was three hours, seven minutes, eight seconds last year. They want to help with the fan experience. Also, you know, centralized replay. I like that. Let New York handle it. Because, hey, they're scared about those ratings. It's all about money. And then this whole thing about the educational videos on Right Way to Celebrate, waste of players' time. That's what Packers, tight end, Martellus Bennett. I totally agree. Let them fucking do whatever they want. As long as they're not gyrating or having sex with the football, let them do whatever they want. They scored. They're having a good time. Everybody does it. That's the world now. We're in social media. Everybody takes a shit, and they have to show everybody what they're doing. I mean, now on Instagram, everybody goes live. I saw, you know, I saw... Ryan Switzer, the wide receiver from North Carolina, he was in a he was in a hot tub or a cold. I'm like, why does it, why do I have to see this stuff? Why is this interesting to me? It's not. I I think you're a great player, but I, and a lot of the guys that go on live and it's about the dumbest shit in the world. So what's the big deal about them celebrating? The guy, there's going to be guys that won't, and there's going to be ones that don't. Some will, some won't. Hey, act like you've been there before. And a lot of guys don't act like they've been there before. They act like this is the first time they ever scored. And Goodell says, oh, I want the officials to focus on important aspects of the game, not judging if players celebrate properly. Well, why all of a sudden is this important, and why was it not important before? I like to, You know what, he's a, he, all he is is a politician. They're all, you know what, it, it just, it reeks, it just reeks. It reeks of bullshit. And AP wants his asking price of $8 million plus in first year, key reason why he remains a free agent per Jeremy Fowler. Hey, I don't think he's going to go lower eventually, but hey, that's what he wants. And Richard Sherman believes that Colin Kaepernick being blackballed, he would be a starter on probably 20 of the teams. I don't know about 20, but I agree. You know, somebody needs him. I mean, if, if Josh McCown gets $6 million, I don't understand why Colin Kaepernick can't get. But you know what it is? You want a guy that you can trust with all your players. And Kaepernick, not that Kaepernick's not bad with as a teammate, but I think a lot of people, what he did last year pissed off a lot of people. And CBS is making a strong push to hire Tony Romo to NFL broadcast team. Fox also showing interest. Romo's saying he'll play for Texans or retire in 2017. That's what it kind of sounds like. I guess the Broncos aren't in, in play, whatever. And I hope Davis Webb, ex-California quarterback, claims that at least 10 NFL teams told him he's a first-rounder. Hey, I hope for your sake you are. And Michigan tight end Jack Butt tore his right ACL in the Orange Bowl this year. Who'd they lose to? They didn't play Ohio State. You know what? I'm trying to. I'm trying. I'm blanking on who they played. Yeah, 2016 Orange Bowl. Yeah, this, this is gonna bother me. I need to know because I was trying to go through my head. 2016 Orange Bowl. Okay, they lost to Florida State by by one point. Ah, well, he said. Uh, tight end Jack Butt, who said he, who was supposed to be a first rounder, said he would have sat out like Christian McCaffrey did for Stanford and Leonard Fournette did for LSU. Said the athlete should be compensated. He said there's a T-shirt out there. I like Jake Butt, and I cannot lie. Said he's broke. He said you know he can't get a free meal at his favorite breakfast place. Can't get a lower price on tires. He said and you know NCAA gets richer, richer. Look at the BCS March Madness, and I know they get a free education, but they can't work for spending money because face it, being an athlete is a full time job now. I know everybody says they get a free education, and I agree. It's great. They get the free education. That's cool as shit. But I do think, you know, hey, there's some things that uh, 
It's a tough one. I think they should get something. I'm not saying a lot, of, but I think if, you know, he said he got $900, 700 covered rent, 200 for the rest of his bills. He called his dad and it was like, hey, you know, I don't have enough to, uh, you know, I need little spending money. His dad goes, what about the scholarship? He goes, pops, it covers this, meals, but can't even go out to take a girl on a date. You know? I hear him. I, I think this is going to have to resolve soon. They make too much goddamn money. There's too much money. And Big Ten, they, the Big Ten uh, network. Come on, they're rolling in money. People, those t-shirts are selling, you should get a percentage of that shit. You should get paid for his likeness. I agree. Cam Newton will have surgery to repair a partially torn rotator cuff March 30th, expect to be ready for training camp. Hey. Cam, you were so good two years ago. Last year, I don't know. Hey, no line. You were running for your life, but still, that was an ugly, ugly year, man. And I love what whole, uh, whole Hall of Famer Mijon Grease says. He would have told Antonio Brown goodbye for Facebook Live incident. This was a 93.7 The Fan. I totally agree. I thought that that was that's going against the sanctity of the team. And especially in the locker room, it's, there is a, there's a code, man. You broke the code, man. It's like Fight Club. We don't talk about Fight Club. Now, I found, you know, I know it's a little early for predictions for baseball, but, 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 over-under for the Mets, Sport Illustrated said 2016, 87 wins. Over-under for this year is 90.5. They think they're going to go over. Bartolo, Colon is gone, they said, but they made the playoffs with, and they had injuries out of control. Curtis Granderson played more than 142 games, and they eventually lost 80% of their projected rotation. They said even average health would translate into at least 95 wins. I, you know, I, I, uh, I don't know if I disagree with that. I think the Mets have the pitching. You know, that's the thing. If Harvey comes back, Zach Wheeler, I think I think Syndergaard's going to have a monster year, man. I really do. Everybody else, I'm not sure. But if Harvey can be even 80% of what he is, I think that's still good for 15 wins. Matt's, Matt's been pretty well. And DeGrom, yeah, you know what? Those four guys, now the thing is, they lose Familia. But if Addison Reed can come in at the beginning of the year until they get Familia back, and I think Jay Bruce is going to bounce back this year, I think Cespedes knows he's he's got the contract. He's not going anywhere. He's going to be comfortable. I think, and I think Conforto is going to end up doing some good things for them. Now the Yankees, they won eighty four last year. They're over under this year's eighty three point five. They predicted under. He's and they're saying that you know his two thousand sixteen trade line dead uh, trade lo- trade deadline maneuvering means that two thousand nineteen they'll be a force. <laughs> now they want to avoid the club's first losing season since ninety two. Seems like a reasonable goal. But behind Tanaka, you know, it is to be determined. And CeCe's on the last year of his deal. I don't know. I I think with the young guys, I think Glaber Torres is going to come up eventually. I think they might uh, go over. I think they might. I think they might surprise some teams. I think they're going to win like, yeah, I don't think ninety, but I think they could win eighty-seven, eighty-eight this year. I think I think they're going to be a scrappy little team. We shall see. Tebow's starting the year at Class A with the, with the, for the New York Mets. All right. And I thought this was pretty cool. The Cubs going to wear gold jerseys at the start of the season. It's actually gold lettering. It's not really gold jerseys. But I thought it looked pretty cool. And it's, hey, 108 years between titles, you do whatever the fuck you want. And Max Scherzer will miss the Nats opening day with fractured finger April 3rd versus the Marlins at 1.05 p.m. That is a cool ballpark. If you've ever been to Nationals uh, ballpark, it is really sweet. And uh, I, Dallas Green died Wednesday, managed the Phillies to a first World Series title in 1980. 
died at 82, also managed the Yankees and Mets. His daughter, that, what was it? The, the whatchamacallit, oh, that uh, politician who got shot in Arizona, his granddaughter was killed that day and he never got over it, they said. Never got over it. And that sucks. You know, you, you, said it, you said it's a hole that never got filled. And I feel terrible for him. You know, I liked him. He was kind of abrasive, kind of tough. The Phillies hated him. Hey, they won the title, first World Series title in 80. You do whatever it takes, and you get it done. All right? And Henrik Lundqvist plans to return this weekend after being sidelined since March 7th. Rangers are 2-3-2. Two, and two. They need him. Uh, Islanders won in a shootout over the Penguins tonight. They are in the second wild card spot. I, I didn't think they were even going to make the playoffs. And last, Sidney Crosby, did you see that slash to uh, Mark Batho, the Senator's defenseman? You, gnarled finger, I almost threw up. I was like, Ugh! and I was like, man, you know, I was telling my dad, he's like, man, those those sticks are sharp. I didn't realize how, they have a glove on, man. It didn't do anything. And the owner, Eugene Melnick from the Senators wants him suspended. And then they showed another play where he uh, uh, did a vanilla nut snap. <laughs> Right up his balls from behind, man. That hurts. But, you know, all these guys, none of these guys are saints. Come on. But he didn't even get suspension. They said it was, he's not going to face any discipline for a two-handed slash. It looked, didn't look, didn't look, uh, didn't look all uh, easy breezy to me. And he scored a goal tonight, too. Hey, he's Sidney Crosby. Different set of rules for superstars. And uh, I don't know if I d- agree with Joe Rogan on this front. He says that Connor will be a, McGregor would be a hundred million to one favorite over Floyd in a real fight. He would fuck him up. All right. You know what? I guess we shall see. Yeah. Crazy. I, I don't, you know what? I guess, I guess we're going to see on that front, right? Yeah. I guess we're going to see that. And uh, Devin Booker had 51 in the second half. 1170 point game in league history. Wow. Wisconsin is, Florida was, is up on Wisconsin, 34-32. Wisconsin was up 16-8 early in the first half. And Cy- Chris Cyborg vacates Invicta 145 title and wants to fight Jermaine Durandamy for UFC belt in July. I want that fight. I want that fight bad. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. Okay, now, I want to get back to the second half of the game. Sorry if I blew through stuff today, but you know what, folks? JD Talking Sports, drop the G on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. We are all about getting to the second half of the Kentucky-UCLA game. Okay, last night's trivia question. Most consecutive regular season losses in Major League Baseball history. 26 by the Louisville Colonels in 1899. I didn't know that. Louisville Colonels, not playing anymore, that's for sure. And tonight's trivia question. Longest losing streak in NHL regular season history. Longest losing streak in NHL regular season history. Folks, I'm out of here. Connecticut plays tomorrow. The women go for 110 in a row. Nick's going to play San Antonio tomorrow. I'll talk about that. I'm going to talk about the UCLA Kentucky second half. I'm going to go watch that. Have a great night. I'll talk to you soon. Peace out. Adios.